In this episode, we discuss the 2014 film Endless Love, a movie that we all hated but had a nice conversation about anyhow. So let's talk about this piece of shit movie. Endless Love. Dylan picked it, it was... because he was already watching it and said, fuck you guys. I think he picked it because he knew we weren't going to be here. And he thought that would be really funny. Hey, remember how last time Dylan wasn't here? We said Dylan doesn't get to pick movies? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, we, I think we should go by that. Let's revisit uh, that. He I messed did. everything up by picking Bavarian Sound Studio. And now we got our like, oh, well, maybe he'll pick something good again one day. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what he picks and then we'll just say no. Like, Computer Beach Party be like, Next week's thing, we're watching this instead of what Dylan picked. We could right. just... What we should do is just pretend like we've done this, <laughs> this episode, and not do it. And just say, oh man, you didn't show up, it was a great episode. Oh no, we should totally do it without it, because fuck this. It's gonna be a real sad episode. Welcome to... Hey, let's talk about that movie, or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Alright, so this movie is directed by some douchebags, starts a couple douchebags, and they're all douchebags. It's called Endless Love. And fuck this movie. That's a... That's a good synopsis, I think. Alright, what, what was your favorite part? My favorite part is when he says... Oh, how many kids have signed your yearbook? Teachers don't count. Which is weird, because it means there are children teaching at that high school. Because if there... (laughs) (laughs) Because if you had to specify (laughs) the teachers don't count as kids, that must mean some of the teachers are kids. (laughs) Since he had to specify that. It was probably the 12-year-old that wrote the movie. It's really weird, because usually uh, kids also... are learning at schools, not teaching at them. <laughs> what well, also describes... It, it's a good reason why that one guy is so immature, the main character, dude. How he always punches people, and has complete disregard for everyone else's belongings. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I actually really hate that guy. Yeah. But like, he, he loved the girl so much that he's he would such a do, douchebag. Like that he would punch people for and and break the law and stuff. Yeah, he I like, was I was hoping at every turn that uh that he would die and the point of the movie would be that like she'll always love him because he's dead. And it would be like a leader of the pack movie or something. <laughs> yeah, like the first like, the first ten minutes, doesn't he, like, steal someone's car? And then, yeah, the guy was being a douche, and then he punches him. It's like, wow, that guy just assaulted that other dude. I actually, I, I have a favorite scene from the movie. What's that scene? Uh, It's the scene where him and his friend are valets at some country club. And then they go, like, hey, this one guy was rude to us. So let's uh, steal his car and then take this young lady who's here with her family out for a ride with us. And I assumed that they were going to, you know, go around the block and maybe see how fast his car could go. 
But they were apparently gone for minimum 45 minutes, maybe more than an hour. Yeah, because they were done, like, eating. <laughs> yeah. They went somewhere to get burgers and had finished eating and come back and had a grand old time. And then when they came back, the uh, valet manager or whoever there is standing there, there's there's a long line of cars of people wanting their cars valeted and a long line of people trying to get their cars back. And the valet manager, I guess is just standing there like, what's going on? Oh, boy, I'm so upset that those guys are gone, that they uh, stole this car and, as for all we know, kidnapped this young woman. And, but I, I refuse personally to park any cars or help any of these customers. I'm just going to stand here looking angry and waiting for something to happen. I'm so sorry. I I don't know what to say. And not calling the police for the many crimes that they have committed. (laughs) I can just hear the guys like, I honestly, I don't know how to drive a car. I'm sorry. That's the only explanation I could think of is he either didn't know how to drive a car or he is just no way. Parking cars is beneath me. I manage valet attendants. He graduated valet school. Yeah. Valet managing school. VMS, yes. With with a uh with a minor in uh <laughs> shitheadedness. Like look looking indignant. Another thing about this main character that pissed me off <laughs> near the beginning of the film was when th- that girl that lady has the party. And he's at the party, he's like the only young person there because her dad's like, rich white people, she'll like all my rich old white people friends. Of course, because high schoolers love those people and connect with them on every level. But But he shows up at that party, he's like, I've got an idea. And then he calls the cops on that other party that everyone's at. Yep. He's a real a real genius. I mean, and all of his plans work perfectly except for the car stealing one. It, it I mean, if you're kind of if you don't give a shit about other people, <laughs> that's a great plan. <laughs> it worked. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention the best part of that scene is those guys are just baffled why anyone is mad at them. <laughs> the, the only two valets on duty left and stole a car and abducted a young woman. And they're like, what? Why are you even mad about that at all? You're really hung up on this part. You need to you need to move along and enjoy the rest of the story. You can't let this one part ruin such terrific film. I actually, this was my favorite part. Like I said, <laughs> seriously. Like... They they could have easily the scene could be tweaked in minor ways to make me actually think it's a legitimately great comic scene. But yeah, he calls the cops on those guys, and then after that party that he that he goes to, when he's walking home, he's just walking on other people's cars. Yeah. Did they say whose party it was that he got shut down? Oh, it's his ex-girlfriend's, because he's a douche, and then he got pissed when she showed up. Right. Yeah, 
What a dickhead. No, man, he was in love. So everybody... He was in love with that girl, that blonde-haired girl. That he abducted. So everybody in this movie was rich, right? No, no not him. Not, not him. Of course yeah, not. Yeah, they they acted like he wasn't rich, but I saw no signs of him not being rich at all. He, you have to read between the did, lines, man. Did they in ex- his clothes and in his attitude? Did they explain why why he went to the same school as all the rich kids? No. Well, I assume it's because children are teaching there, and he. That's I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he likes children teachers. It's like a special experiment school. Full disclosure, I don't know the name of the writer or the name of the director or the name of any of the actors or any of the characters' name. Uh, this movie sucked ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to really go much more into that. Like, it was pretty fucking awful. I do know that I... Bruce Greenwood is in it. Bruce yes. Greenwood, the judge from Devil's Knot. Oh. I, was, I was thinking Admiral Pike. That guy, too, yes. He was oh. also in there. I watched Star Trek Into Darkness again. <laughs> Do you remember the scene where after that one guy sees the dad cheating on the on his wife, and the dad takes him out to the boat, and then he's all, like, threatening him? Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious, because he's, like, half his size. Actually, I'll go ahead and give up the... Uh... The charade. I actually did watch the movie, and that part actually, I thought something cool was going to happen. Like he was going like, to punch him. Like, like somebody was going to get killed and thrown in the lake, and I'm just, I'm been like, awesome. yes, yes, <laughs> finally. Yet another turn when he should have died. Actually, they all three of them in that valet scene when they all steal that car, they all should have died, and then it should be about people remembering them and their endless love, which will never die because they died. I was just about to say, do you think maybe he was a ghost? Yeah, I do now, because that's more interesting <laughs> than anything in this movie. So we have to make our own movie while we watch this. Yeah. We'll just assume hey. he died in that car crash while they were weaving all over. Yeah, that's another thing that pissed me off. They were just, like, driving in the middle of the road in the middle of the day. Fuck those They're, guys. They were a real bunch of assholes. Yeah. Oh, if I had stolen that car, I wouldn't have brought it back. That was a pretty nice car. That was my favorite part of the movie. I mean, why didn't they just go? Like, yeah, just take off to Mexico. I'm pretty sure okay. that the charges against them, like, there's just as good a case against them if they don't come back with it. But they didn't ch- file charges, it seems. They didn't, get, they didn't even get locked away for assault, which he did. He assaulted, like, three people in those films, at least. I guess that's because he's a genius and he figured out, hey, if we return this car, the charges will be the same, but maybe they won't press them. If I punch him, maybe he'll forget everything. What an Did asshole. somebody say this was like Goodwill Hunting, except... I at one point <laughs> said that he is a Goodwill Hunting-style creep, only less, uh, less likable and less believable. Creep as in Ben Affleck's character? And less smart. No, like Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting was pretty much a creep. We can admit that now, right? I didn't think he was a creep. I thought he was abused and misunderstood. I never saw it, so 
funny. What? <laughs> That's cool, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> not only did you not see it, you don't give a fuck. That's uh, awesome. I don't. I just watched this piece of shit. Like, I'm not really full of goodwill at the moment. <laughs> But yeah, Dylan picked this piece of shit film. I think we've been recording like 14 minutes, and I think we've said all we can say about this. Yeah, and so, Dylan didn't show up. I called him, texted him, and I googled the local obituaries to see if he was in there, and he's not. So, uh, if he's dead, then we'll <laughs> we'll put this up with like a in loving memory thing at the end. But I'm not gonna take out any of the parts of us calling him an asshole for picking this movie. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think the ghost of Dylan would agree with that. Okay, so we hey, could, we could just make this a footnote. Oh, wait. on the uh... wait, before we move on, I actually did just think about something else uh, I wanted to say about this movie, or that I could say. <laughs> um one the two things that stand out in my mind are that fucking valet scene which is still uh all right um then there's uh when admiral pike is uh when there's a fire and he like go- goes to save all the stuff <laughs> And then, like, he sees... I don't even remember who it was that needed help. Was it the guy? It was It was Douchey. Yeah, so Douchey Malone was like, Oh, I'm burning to death in a fire! <laughs> and Admiral Pike was, like, gathering up his trophies and, like, memorabilia. And his shit. son's trophies. Oh, yeah, his dead son's trophies. Yeah, his long right. dead son's trophies. And then he, like, looked at the kid that was burning to death and then, like, <laughs> looked, at, looked back at the looked stuff. Looked at the trophies. He's like, God damn it! What, what do I do here? I would have saved the stuff personally. Yeah, that probably would have been a better use of his time. I mean, he had some good albums. It would have saved him a lot of trouble in the future going ahead, right? I assume that girl's now in an abusive, in a, like in a completely abusive relationship. Oh yeah. If not killed by that guy. Oh, yeah, he's punched her at least three, four times. Yeah, he's got a short fuse. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, did you take uh, out the garbage? What the? (laughs) Crack. Oh, we need his love. We don't need to take out the garbage. (laughs) Are you talking about yourself? (laughs) And I thought our love was endless. Bong. It's like, I've seen this love. Didn't, like, he talks about, like, his mom and his dad, but didn't his mom leave his dad? I don't care. Isn't that brought up? (laughs) It's like, yeah, they they come about, they say that she cheated on, on the dad. Yeah, Yeah. what the fuck is, like, this guy needs to reevaluate his views on life. He comes home drunk. Hey, baby, I'm ready for some endless love. Does anybody know at what point, um, what's he got? Robert Patrick just started looking like 90 years old. Cause, oh my God, he looks like he's been like just left out in the sun for that's, decades. That's the dad? I don't know that. Yeah, that was Douchey's dad. That was Douchey's The mechanic. Oh, oh yeah, like the Terminator oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, shit. I actually. Is it Robert Patrick? I did know one of the guy's names from this movie. I just. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's the thing. When you said Robert Patrick, I pictured Robert Patrick, and then I was like, he wasn't in this movie, was he? I totally forgot he was in there. All right. I actually, he, he probably did the best job as far as acting. He was he, the least annoying. He was the only actor whose name I knew, and he was the only character that I sort of liked. That you didn't hate. <laughs> Although I sort of liked Admiral Pike too, but just because he was against that kid who was a way worse person than he was. Yeah, like it's the kid's like I don't understand why he doesn't like me. It's like, well, his first experience with you was he saw you <laughs> steal someone's car and punch the person whose car you stole in the face. Then he sees you trying to sex up his daughter in the closet. I don't know. Yeah, his ass would never be back. Yeah, I also uh. Remember the part where he talks about her internship? He's like, oh, you never told me that. All I'm thinking is like, motherfucker, you just met her. (laughs) (laughs) You've known her for a day. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was like going to give up her internship. That was apparently super rare. Yeah. That guy is really fucking ruining her life. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, he's a violent grease monkey. You can find one of them any day of the week. Fucking... Admiral Pike had so many chances to kill that kid. Like he and <laughs> in, in, in the fire towards the end, he could have let him die, and he there's no way he could have been prosecuted for that. Nobody would have known that it was his choice to, to let that kid burn to death. Yeah, he could have totally Walter White Walter Whited that kid. Yeah. He could have made meth with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean let him choke nope. on his own vomit. I don't think you vomit when you burn alive, do you? <laughs> I mean, metaphorically speaking, his metaphorical vomit. You Was he so... vomiting, too? I didn't, I didn't get uh, Maybe he, you get so uh, stressed out and upset about burning to death that you get a little Oh, it's queasy. really hard. He's <laughs> like, oh. fire just nauseates him. You get oh, fire, gonna... fire disgusting. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> oh, there's all this fire. <laughs> Maybe I love it when every imaginary. I love it when every imaginary subplot we come up would make the movie better. <laughs> yeah, I was also gonna say that <laughs> this movie does kind of carry on a theme that we've had very recently of um, uh, controversial imprisonments. Oh, like how this guy wasn't imprisoned. Because he totally should have been. That was controversial that he was not in jail. (laughs) And then Admiral Pike, like, the kid gets arrested for breaking into a zoo or whatever. Yeah. And then Admiral Pike, like, goes to the jail and is like, hey, I'm Admiral Pike or I'm a judge or whatever he said. Let let this kid out. And they're like, oh, okay. Why did he do that? Like, because his daughter wanted him to. And then he's like, stay away from my daughter. And yeah. then he got punched in the face. He yeah, was he like, to go back with the he wanted to go back with a busted nose, so he could be like, "Look what he did." Oh, that's actually a good point. It's I don't like he. Yeah, I guess. And she's still like, "I love him. I'm gonna follow him and have his babies." Yeah. And she had like, she had no character whatsoever. Yeah, she was. I mean, she baby. could have been a Barbie. Could you imagine how shitty their babies are going to be if they have babies? (laughs) Holy shit. Like with her money and his just shittiness. Oh, God. His entitlement and her money. Holy fuck. 
I'm actually mad now. I am actually mad <laughs> thinking about these fictional characters' children that could happen. And of course, they both come from homes where the parents cheat, so they'll both be cheating. No, the, the they have a love of invalids. She'll yeah, be trapped in a abusive relationship. She's just like, she's also like emotionally vulnerable. Like she's been locked, she's been pretty much keeping herself for four years, and he's like the first guy who paid any attention to her. He's a fucking predator. Like, I don't oh, believe yeah. that shit for a second either. This whole he's... that whole premise is retarded. He's not as cool as the Predator, but I believe if he had those <laughs> powers, I believe if he if he had the powers of the Predator, he would murder more people than the Predator ever did. Oh, yeah, he, he would have ripped that like, dude's spine out. His shoulder cannon and be like, oh, fuck you guy for being kind of rude to me. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to rip out your spine now. <laughs> oh, you didn't like that I stole your car? Oh, you didn't like that I'm ruining your daughter's life and I love it? <laughs> he did love it, too. He loved yeah. it. Much. He like, knew what he was doing, too. It's like, like, he was never like, no, baby, I'm bad for you. He was just like, yeah, this is going on. <laughs> he should have he carried her ass to whatever bus stop or train station that took her to that uh, internship. But no, he's like, okay, you want to stay with me? I totally get that. <laughs> like, there wasn't, like, right? I would want to stay with me, too. There was never a selfless moment where he was like, no, you should do this for your future. I think he kind of says it offhand. Like, uh, are you sure? I think he's just fucking... He's just, like, toying with her? Yeah, he's just saying it, you know, like, he doesn't really want her to, but he's just Yeah, I don't saying. think it, it wasn't genuine. It what didn't come up as sick genuine. fuck. I really am bothered by the fact that, like, his dad's like, you know, love's not enough. You need, like, Security, insurance, a mortgage. You need things. Like, no, true love doesn't need any of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure it out, man. Spoken like a real fucking criminal. He doesn't even have a van to live in. He's like, hey, (laughs) I'll figure it out. There's tons of rich people around. I'll just steal their stuff. And walk on their cars. Better yet. I guarantee you in five years he's doing the making Blair thing from <laughs> Blue Ruin living in people's houses when they're not there. No, he <laughs> better just, yet. He would just steal from them. Like, making Blair, like, he didn't steal from them. Like, this yeah, guy, maybe he would sandwich. steal their cars and, like, sell them. Because he's <laughs> yeah. he has no morals. The beginning of Endless Ruin, which is this guy's making Blair type <laughs> story, uh, he's in the bathtub, he turns he hears a family coming in and then he murders them and keeps their house <laughs> until, the, about to... until the cops get wise and then he moves on to the next one i was just about to say there probably if there was a sequel it'd probably be him, about him killing his father and turning the, the garage into a chop shop <laughs> he really is a sack of shit like the whole like him walking on other people's cars just blows my mind oh, i can't believe me. they did yeah, that like that was so stupid I was like, what the fuck, guy? Like, what is like, wrong with you? Like, that that girl whose name I don't know, the actress or the character, uh, like, she's <laughs> she's super attractive, but the only reason he's trying to be in a relationship with her is just because she's super rich, right? Like, he's just like, cha-ching. Well, I think it's just because he thinks she's attractive and doesn't really give a shit about anything else. 
It's one of those, I've and had I think, a crush on her for four or five, you know, all my whole life. Yeah, I think it's mostly them just being very superficial. Because they're both, well, she's like really inexperienced and emotionally vulnerable. And he's just a complete fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Admiral Pike sentence him to lethal injection? I don't know why he isn't in prison. He assaulted two people. Like, the dad should have pressed charges. He should have. Did they say... Did they say after the the car stealing incident when he punched the guy, did they say that the charges had been dropped? Because I feel like they did. They made, like, some quick aside to it. I don't know why they would be. Oh, no, that guy was a total douchebag. The one he punched was right... a douchebag rival his own. Yeah. So why wouldn't that guy press charges? Exactly. Unless That's... they cut out the scene where he goes to that guy's house in the middle of the night and threatens him. <laughs> Kills him. <laughs> like he just hears a tapping on the window. No, threatening wouldn't be enough. That guy was a utter douche. He was he was worse than a douche. He was a rich douche. You he would have had to have killed him and like buried him and make it look like he ran away. Probably secretary. He probably then went and killed his secretary, buried her with him, and like yeah. he probably fake burned that guy's house down. It's like <laughs> probably he probably started that fire that, that why their house burned down too. It was probably all part of his plot. Oh man! Oh yeah! What the fuck is with all the candles? That was the brother and the girlfriend, like listening to the dead brother's records. And it was actually um, Bruce Greenwood's character, like, putting everything back in order because he was so upset that they had disturbed the shrine. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he just kicks over the fucking candle. candle. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it was so awful. Like, even if... I'm getting mad now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> maybe... so mad. Maybe he has a really good prosthetic leg that looks real. So he just totally couldn't feel it that he kicked over a fucking candle. He's leaving tons of candles all over the goddamn room. It was obvious. There was a thud. It was a big candle. Yeah, real big. (laughs) And this fucking room is like, no, no one must ever get into this room. The Foley art is made like a rock falling from 10 story sound. It's like, but yeah. Yeah, it should have just. Yeah, they all should have died in the fire. That should have been the end. That would have been the happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> the ultra happy ending. I mean... That Admiral... guy burned a love. He had the worst stuff ever. I'm like, good. Fuck that guy. Admiral Pike was... Like, he was, he was a shithead in his own way in this movie, but I far more, like, was rooting for him than that goddamn kid. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I just keep going back to that boat. I'm like... Why didn't he kill him? <laughs> he could have gotten away with it. He's rich. I'm telling you, so many opportunities. Because he's a better person than that guy. <clears throat> yeah, that guy I guess totally so. Him. Yeah. That's the true test. Yeah. When, when confronted with someone as shitty as that guy, do you murder them? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I mean, he didn't, you didn't see him going around punching people all the time. And that yeah. guy definitely pissed him off plenty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that guy's hot, so he gets away with it. And she doesn't care. 
just so mad every time that he gets caught doing something really shitty. They're just like, what? Why are you upset with me doing whatever the fuck I yeah. want to He's other people's stuff? He's not even, like, stuff? sad about it. Yeah. He's just like, ugh. I got caught. I don't understand. <laughs> it's, isn't it okay for me to punch people in the face? <laughs> that, guy can't, that guy can't be allowed to get money. Like, oh boy, if he gets oh, like a God. modicum of power. He'd be way worse than the Maserati dude. Oh my God. Maybe his dad is actually loaded, but he just realized if my son <laughs> finds out about this, he's going to murder me. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, I, you know, if that's what happens, that's what happens. But I can't let my son get that money and just be loose in the world, just <laughs> using it for evil. He'd be American psycho. Oh, boy. This is like the prequel to Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> or American Psycho. <laughs> that reminds me, I've got a free red box i got to reserve tonight. Mm, maybe I'll rent Endless Love again and get angry all over. But yeah, it... why did Dylan pick this piece of shit movie and um, not talk about it? I remember that he said at some point, like, hey, just because the movie sucks doesn't mean you can't learn anything from it. And I was like, oh, maybe there's something to this. I'll I'll keep an open mind. No. This is just Come on, you, shitty you movie. You gotta admit, it's kind of fun to yell about. It's not fun to watch, but it's fun to yell about. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't mind occasionally uh, f- having a reason why I have to or... <laughs> some reason why I would at least watch a movie that I would never watch on my own. I like broadening my horizons even when it's into something shitty. <laughs> Just because it's something I would never look at on my own. But this? But this, no. Well, t- to actually <sighs> to intentionally pick something that's bad. I mean, I've picked some bad movies, but the first one was because I didn't really know what to think about it, and I wanted like everybody to talk about it. Second one, I'd never seen it. It had a good director. It had a good cast. Third one, well, we can't, we're not there yet. Yeah. Just just think about this, though. Uh, aren't other movies going to seem better now when you watch them after seeing this yeah. movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll All be, other douches will seem less douche, douchier. You, you'll be a little mad at the whatever movie you watch now because it will remind you of movies. <laughs> ruined which all movies. This was one. <clears throat> yeah, it's just this bullshit. It was just it was just stereotypical Hollywood. It was romance bland. Shit. Yeah, it's stupid. It's not it in the was... so bad it's good category, which yeah, like which requires a certain level of absur- of absurdity. I can watch shitty films as long as they're fun. Yeah, this was not fun. Tip- this was just shitty. <laughs> Typically, that douchebag character has some kind of skill or something that makes him more, like, attractive or, you know, friendly to the audience. Something that they can relate to. This guy didn't. Or gives I mean, him I... some redeeming quality. Yes, yeah. exactly. His redeeming quality in this is that he's kind of attractive, I guess. The Oh, you found him attractive, Logan. Like, yes. <laughs> he's an attractive man. <laughs> but I want to kill him. I, I feel like other than than his looks, even though he kind of looked shitty for a teenager, like he's not aging well. 
if he's supposed to be 18. He might be older. I mean, they are... He doesn't seem like the brightest guy, and they also had children teaching at that school. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go, by the way. So, so there might be children teaching adults at that school? I think there might oh, be, because there's obviously children, children teaching at that school. Because if he hadn't made the exception that teachers don't count as kids, that means some of the teachers are kids. Maybe it's no, bizarre. No, I totally world. agree with you. <laughs> Maybe it's bizarre world. Kids teach the the adults and a valet steal cars. <laughs> Valets don't keep your cars safe. Safe, they just steal them, drive them around. People don't press charges against criminals that do no crimes hits, against them. And no people, one hits and, on attractive girls in high school. And people, yeah, and people dates like complete psycho- psychopaths or sociopaths. Uh, judges argue to have criminals released. All right, Kevin, I don't think that it is a bizarro world, but that would explain a whole lot about this movie. (laughs) The reason Pike didn't kill that kid? (laughs) The reason why he chose to value that kid's life over some trophies? (laughs) Yeah, over some records. (laughs) Did did we see what the records were? I would like to see what those records were. Oh, man, I just realized why her love is endless. Why? Because if she leaves, he will kill her. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like in quotations. Endless love or else. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, I actually watched some of the, I think it was 1981, uh, was the first movie based on the book Endless Love with uh, Brooke Shields. Um, I didn't fully watch the whole thing, but it's on Netflix streaming, so I kind of took a took a gander at it. It seems like everybody in that movie is rich. Although Logan would have hated it because um, Brooke Shields is supposed to be fifteen, and they have like a uh, a body double do nudity that's supposed to be her. That would be kind of creepy. Was it called Endless Love? Yeah. But it also makes sense with that piece of shit guy that he's going after 15-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Why did I assume he still graduated movie? in that film, too. <laughs> <laughs> why did the girl in this movie keep flashing her underpants? I didn't notice that. That would have been sexy. Oh, that yeah. Was after, that was after he had taken her... Uh, her uh, innocence. This movie should have been called Taken 3. <laughs> not without my underwear like did they just change the name because uh, Liam Neeson was like no I'm not going to be in this one you just let the criminal have his way with the young lady <laughs> and they were like okay well we gotta make a different movie now yeah Bruce Greenwood did not have a very specific set of skills Ah, oh, man if Liam Neeson was that girl's dad he would that, have killed him just walking through the door. That guy would have been in the bottom of a lake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the first words he said, he's been like, come with me. And then, like, the girl I would be... I have to show you something outside. The girl would be sad that, like, he's not there, you know, for a few days because she's bored. And then her life will continue and she'll be super happy and successful. Yeah. So, like, if he had a hit on her, would she have been single? A single beautiful doctor 
until she's like 45 or something. Yeah. Yeah, because she's the most undesirable person in the world, except to him. Yeah. And I go back to that party scene, and everybody's like, this is your party? What took so long? I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on here? Well, it's because they're uh, just saying that because they're teenagers, and they're just keeping up appearances. Like, they're completely insincere. That's totally realistic. That's the most realistic thing in this film. <laughs> well, it's they like also... everybody's super nice to her, and they all know her, but... Because people in high Nobody... school are just fake as fuck and shitty. <laughs> Yeah, but it, nobody talks to nobody. She's not friends with anybody. She's a rich person throwing. Yeah, nobody, oh, she's she's totally <laughs> undesirable. Went to that other Kevin. girls' party, who was by all amount, all accounts the female version of the male guy. I mean, she was as big a douchebag as he was. She was a Kevin. What's she's she totally I, undesirable. I she was just kind of scummy. That's totally not like the same thing. I don't know where you got that she's nearly as bad as that guy. Because we follow that guy and we see all the fucked up shit he does. Whereas that girl, we barely even notice her. Maybe that's yeah. just if we had followed her, you would have seen all the shit that she does. She just, yeah. she just, maybe, but like, and she just kind of had a sleazy way about her. The only reason they're not together anymore is because he figured out this scam to do on this rich girl. That kind of seemed like the thing. Like, they were supposed to be getting back together? Maybe it's their endless love, and after he uh, marries the rich girl... <laughs> kills the rich girl. Yeah, and gets all her money, and then the other people, the him and the other girl are be like, yeah, our love is endless. It lasts through marriages and murders of all the that, people. That no, I really, actually brother and sister. I really expect the endless love... To, uh, I think the endless love is, if she leaves, he will kill her. I think that's the endless love. Seriously, because that guy, you know that guy's abusive as fuck. You know yes. he's hit her at least a few times, because he's got a short fuse. Also, um, they name-check Hulu and Uber in yes. like 10 seconds of each other. That's probably that's probably all the funding they got for this film. <laughs> and the, and Just the Hulu. dad acts, Bruce Greenwood acts like he's... Like Hulu and Uber are the same thing. He's yeah, old. He, he doesn't know any better. He says, uh, "Oh, all of these drunk children are at my house. I'll call Hulu." And then <laughs> the guy was like, "Uber." Yeah. Why did they? Why were they cool with having drunk <laughs> children there? My, my that Hawaiian seems like bodyguard. <laughs> having drunk children at your house doesn't seem like it's something he'd be cool with. It was his baby. It was his daughter. He was uh, grinning and bearing it, at least until they came out of the closet together. Oh, yeah. Uh, that reminded me of something that uh, me and Dylan watched this movie together. And Oh, really? Yeah. Her, um, her, her brother, Dylan was like, uh, Dylan was talking about, like, how he was glad that they were showing like a gay character and not making a big thing of it. And then like, that they weren't overdoing it with his gayness. Yeah. And then when they had him with a girl, he was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. He was pretty unremarkable. Oh yeah. And that, that character uh, of the brother, I 
I'm pretty sure it's the same character. That character is played by a uh, younger James Spader in the 81 version. Huh. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a little baby. I think I think we spent enough time talking about this shitty film. Wait, I have one more thing to say. Okay. Um, at one point he's like sneaking around in her house, and she's like, "Shh, be really, really quiet." While you tiptoe through here, I don't want my family to know. And then once you tiptoe over here to this side of the room, we're going to fuck on the floor. And make a fire. Yeah, and this is not her room. This is like just the big open room downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I just wanted to mention that. What about, why is, why did Bruce Greenwood save him, A? And B, why was, why were they like, you know, I understand you now at the end. Because it's a movie. I don't remember exactly what. Well, yeah, I know it had to be that way. But did they give a reason? Was it just because he saw that he was human and he could die in a fire? The reason is the script is terrible. Okay. I like how he did a background check on him. She's like, you did a background check on him? It's like, yeah, you barely fucking know the guy. Seriously. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Oh, if you have the means, charge, by all means. Whatever. If, if you see that your daughter is like, uh, kind of hanging around and becoming intimate with a guy who the only thing you know about him is that he's a criminal because the first times <laughs> you see him, he's committing crimes. Yeah, he stole a car and assaulted <laughs> someone. Crimes, plural. Like, yeah, that's what <laughs> he's, he's committing multiple crimes. Just check him out. <laughs> It's not really unreasonable. No, it's not. That's not... Oh, that's an invasion of privacy. No. Yeah, it's like that's public record. Don't let your daughter get murdered because you didn't want to invade some criminal's privacy. Because you didn't want to check into public records. Of someone who you know for sure is a criminal and doing stuff to your daughter. You've seen actually attack people. That you've seen, uh, you saw for maybe 45 seconds up until he attacked someone. <laughs> and I think it speaks to the guy's douchiness that he thought fixing the his dead son's car would be like, make him, make uh, her dad like him. Well, see, yeah, what, I, what, I thought, even... what I thought was the dad wanted to fix up the car himself. Right. <laughs> and see, he didn't even offer or, you know, maybe like, hey, maybe I could help you. He's just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to not steal the car the whole way. I'm just going to break <laughs> into it and fuck around in the engine. Yeah. What the fuck? Because I think that was something he really wanted to do. I think he wanted to work on the car to kind of feel closer to his son. Yeah, I, re- I remember thinking that now. Feel, feeling closer to his dead son. Yeah, and then walking outside and seeing a violent criminal just under the hood. Violating yet another of his his precious things. He has no respect for other people's shit. He He might as well have came downstairs and saw him coming out of the closet with his dead son's car. (laughs) I I know I mentioned this before, but him leaving the party, just walking on other people's cars, was so fucked up. He's like, hey, isn't this charming how I have no respect yeah. for the law or others? It, yeah. it really was like it was written by like a 12-year-old. 
who found a screenplay book somewhere and was like, hey, I can do this. I mean, none of the characters have any depth. They're not even, they don't have talents. Or, or they're all intriguing. Maybe that 12-year-old found that book and then gave the assignment of writing it to his students. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, this is I kind of want to a... go to that school and see what it's all about. <laughs> this movie has shitty writing. <laughs> That's all I can really say. It's such a shitty film. And is this I... our new worst It film? was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This, this sinks below the sacrament. So now two of the three of Dylan's picks are at the bottom of my list. The sacrament I, I had some redeeming qualities. Yeah. It's below the sacrament for me. Yeah, like, the the problem with I have the sacrament was there was some ridiculous shit in there. But this film is just bad. Like, the sacrament, yeah. I think it was directed really well, honestly. But the, the there was a lot of plot holes in the sacrament. <laughs> this is like, um, I mean, the, the production was, was professional enough. Uh, it's just, like they just got the focus wrong. They it's like um it's like if uh if Dog Day Afternoon was just about like somebody who who uh <laughs> uh dropped off their paycheck the that right. morning, yeah, and then left and went home and did something else. It's like I not agree with that more. That's that's brilliant. Yeah, you guys are not looking at the interesting part of this story. <laughs> Which is Bruce Greenwood murdering that fucking kid. For fucking with his daughter. Way better story. And then all his shit comes out, all his cheating, and he's probably like a, a scumbag, embezzling millionaire. All right, let's uh, let's play a game based on this uh, movie that I just came up with. Okay. Uh, it's called Would It Surprise You? <laughs> Would it surprise you if uh, Bruce Greenwood... Uh, came out and found that kid just like with an arm full of records and trophies that he's stealing from his dead son's room to go sell. No. Mm, not, no. All right. That kid would totally do that. Would it surprise you if he was only fixing up the dad's car so that he could steal it? No. No. <laughs> Would it surprise you if uh, that girl caught him effing the uh, the shitty ex-girlfriend? Yes, um, that would actually surprise maybe, me. I was going to say maybe a little bit. If he hasn't stolen all her shit yet, then yes. It, but would that surprise you because he's doing it or that she actually caught on to that anything he, yeah. that was going on with him? That he got caught. Like, it would surprise me that he's doing it. It would also surprise me if she dumped him. That would surprise me even more. However, oh, yeah. that would that would make for a more interesting movie, wouldn't it? Yes, because it would yeah, show you his would... flaws. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, something uh, somebody, I forget, was like joking about. Oh, like making predictions for the movie. And, you know, they just followed the typical... Uh, it's just lame, shitty formula of they get together and they're in love, and then like, oh, they fight, and then they're they're uh, kind of 
at odds for a little while until something makes them realize that they that they should get back together. They were never at odds at all. Like there was there was never any adversity for them as a couple except for the people well, except for Bruce Greenwood who yeah. was worried about his daughter's safety because he was a violent criminal. Yep. Which he didn't change at all. He was still just punching people. Were you talking about poor focus? I mean, if you look at just structure-wise, it should have been her story, but it seemed far more focused on him. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yep. And he was awful. Like, he's not really an interesting character. He's just some asshole. Right, and he, he served as the catalyst for her change, but he, as we said, he didn't change at all. I mean, he learned nothing. He didn't grow. I mean, Bruce, even if it were Bruce Greenwood's story. I mean, a father protecting his daughter from this psychopath. <laughs> that's honestly in my head. That's how I remember it. Because it is. It, it seemed like because Bruce Greenwood. And it's and again, he has an arc. The kid it, doesn't have an arc. And it does actually seem like I don't know. It seems like Bruce Greenwood was more more present throughout the movie than anybody else. That's how I remember it, at least. I think it's just because he has, like, a charisma and a personality. So they just show him all the time? No, I think you remember him more. I really, I I feel like, I don't know, you might be right, but I I just feel like he probably had at least as much screen time as anybody else, if not more. He might have. Um, who was the mother? I, who played the mother? I forget. Uh, Kevin, I told you that I don't know oh, any right. of the names of any of these people. <laughs> yeah. Although I was wrong about that, because Robert Patrick was in this, which I totally forgot. All right, let's sum up all our feelings on this film, because we've been talking about it for 53 minutes. So should we all just start yelling, or what? What are you no, saying? Let's, I'm yeah. saying we just go by, one by one, sum up what we think of this film. I think it's about this guy, this sociopath, who preys on this emotionally vulnerable girl and tries to ruin her life. <laughs> Matt, what'd you think? I think it's about this shitty douchebag who preys on this emotionally vulnerable girl and successfully ruins her life. Kevin, what'd you I th think? I think it's about a young woman entering entering womanhood through the love of a shithead. All right. All right. All right. Honestly, though, I was just doing a riff on what Logan said. I think yeah. it's about a rich dude trying to protect his daughter, and then he just gives up. <laughs> that's, that's kind of it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All yeah. right. So let's... Oh, I, I did actually. <laughs> I think I just figured out, though. Uh, I did have one unanswered question that was bugging me about this movie, which was, I think it was Kevin brought up. Why... Because obviously uh, the father character is smart because we see that he's he's moves ahead of the guy uh, uh, in in this chess game to try and get him to not ruin his daughter more than he already has. Uh, why at the end, when he saves the kid from a fire, does he say, I understand you now? I th That's what. It, yeah. I oh, think because I. I think it was because he got to the point where he was just going to let the kid die. 
and he's just, <laughs> like, man, I'm an awful person. I'm like this guy who's an awful person. So he got to that point where he's being so awful that he understands him now. <laughs> like, I actually like that a I, lot. I actually thought of that already. That um, that he I was he was actually level. he was contemplating murder. Seriously, and he's like, oh, now I understand this kid who probably contemplates murder all the time. I don't think that's it, though. I think I know what it is. I think okay. I know why he understands him now. I think I understand what the two of them have in common. They were both in a fire. <laughs> that's it. So what? just the based uh, common ground there. Yeah, I think he was like, oh, we've been in a fire together. Now we're bros. Now I realize how stupid life is, and I don't really care what happens. I'll just just see. I'm tired. I was in a fire. <laughs> I have a lot of oxygen deprivation from inhaling all this smoke. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was probably just had brain damage at the time. Maybe. Did they show him after the fire? Was he like staggering and uh, drooling or anything? <laughs> he was just like. He just wasn't getting enough oxygen to his brain. He just kind of fucked Miranda, up. Miranda Richardson, that's the wife's name. Okay, but, yeah. Mother's name. Well, we juiced a lot out of this piece of shit. <laughs> yep. A lot of shit juice here. So, <laughs> what have you guys been watching recently, Kevin? Oh, man, I actually watched a lot of stuff. I saw um, The New Planet of the Apes. Oh, cool. Pretty good. It's a good movie. Um, I took my daughter to see Earth to Echo, which is kind of like an E.T. ripoff, but it, it has some surprising parts. Um, I watched a lot of stuff on on DVD. I can't remember it all. Nonstop. Have you all seen Nonstop? No. With Liam Neeson? No. It's, it's kind of interesting for like maybe an hour, and then it has just the dumbest... And then, kind of. then it stops. Yeah, very good. It does stop. They should call it stop. <laughs> should call it eventually stops. <laughs> After an hour or so, Peter's out. That's what they should call it. Peter's out. They should have called uh, the movie. <laughs> That's a completely different home. film, Kevin. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that kind of way. <laughs> I was about to say, there's another soundbite for the soundboard. That's the sequel to Magic Mike. <laughs> Starring Liam Neeson. Oh, boy. And Harvey Keitel. Heard... They didn't want Harvey Keitel in it, but he was like, I haven't shown my ding-dong on film in a while. I need in on this. I know I'm 85. Fuck it. Let's do this. Which he actually appears uh, half naked in Grand Budapest Hotel. Ah, oh, we can't talk about it yet. All right, cut that out. Yeah, I need to see that because <laughs> I want to talk about that. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that was. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Matt, what have you seen? Say that again. What have you seen recently? Me? What films? Say, Matt. What have you seen recently? Matt, what have you seen Matt? recently? Oh, me? Thanks, guys, for asking. No problem. I don't remember. Oh, wait, I watched, um, <laughs> I watched Dread. Oh, damn. Am have I, have am you seen I... it before? Me? Yeah. No, I, I hadn't. I just oh. watched it. 
It's great. Like this weekend. So I'm the only one who hasn't seen it yet. I, I tried. I started it a while back, and I had to turn it off for some reason. It's I um good. Yeah, I liked it. I actually, after I finished watching it, it's on Netflix streaming right now. I gave it three stars, and then a couple of days later, I went back and gave it four stars. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. not a bad film. Like, it's actually pretty good. I thought it came around out a little bit after The Raid, the first Raid yeah. movie, and it has a similar premise, so it's kind of like, it's... They didn't do a very good job with the first Red movie. I'm not really sure how they're going to do this, but eventually I checked it out after it came out on DVD. I just kind of... It was like $10 at Target, so I was like, Fuck it, I'll buy it. Why not? And I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's um like I think a lot of people were talking shit about it because they said it was just a raid ripoff, but it was good. I I like it. I like how they <laughs> pretty much don't fucking bother you with uh with any of the any of the setup to to it. There's just no origin story. Yeah, there's uh they they set up the world just a little bit and then it goes right into uh action that lasts for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and they never show his face, which is awesome. Yes, that's another thing I was just thinking. I love that. You just see like him scowling. <laughs> you just see like so his why do you hire the whole time? Why do you hire Carl Ur- Urban for that? Don't you save some money and get somebody well, he's else? he's a good actor. That's why. Why do you well, hire yeah. Tom Hardy to be Bane? Yeah, I'm still wondering about that. Because he's a good actor. You get actors who can act without just showing off their face. So there's no other actor it unknown was... that could play this part You get and actors save them who... like a million dollars. You get actors who can do the job. That's what you I... do. I actually, at I first, just think it's. I think that's kind of cool for the actor to take that kind of role. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, if a director comes to you and says, "Okay, we want you to be the star of the movie," and you're gonna have a bucket on your head the whole time. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. How much money? That's right. Okay. <laughs> they give you money to be in it. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite line from the Devil's Not <laughs> the Devil's Not podcast. Why did like, they make? Why were they in this film? <laughs> well, because I've to like a thousand times editing, and every time it makes me laugh. There's this thing where they <laughs> give you money. Give you money to be in it. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say though. Uh, just his big frown. I. I think I didn't like that at first, but looking back on it now, I love it. Like this, you just never see, you never see him other than just that. Like angry Judge Dredd. Yeah, and it's like it's one of those like it's one of those like aggressive frowns that it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't even look like somebody's just like unhappy or anything. It, it's like you're actively curling your mouth down. It's not a frown. It's a scowl. It is a scowl. <laughs> Yes, it's a mighty scowl. And uh, uh, Lena Headey. Brown is sad. Scowl is like hate. Lena Headey is the uh, is the uh, the 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 boss. <laughs> is the the villain of the film. Isn't that the uh, Game of Thrones? Isn't that Khaleesi? No, 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 no. She's that's uh, the queen. Khaleesi. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, there was a movie advertised before Grand Budapest that had Khaleesi in it. What was that? Say that again? There was a movie, uh, there was a trailer for a movie before Grand Budapest, I think. Oh, on the, on the I, Blu-ray. What I was it? bet it was... Um, was it Dom Hemingway? Yes. Yeah. I, I actually somebody should pick that. That looks like it'd be pretty fun. I, I thought about it when I saw that trailer. Um, yeah, I had read something about it before, but I I've not that I dislike Jude Law, but I've never particularly liked him. And I I liked him in the trailer for that movie, so I was like, yeah. hey, maybe I will like him in this. Looks like a cool film. I mean. I was planning on checking it out, but I didn't see it in theaters. Never saw a chance to, to watch it. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. One more thing about Dread. Uh, also, there's a really cool thing, and it's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's pretty early on. There's a drug called slow-mo. Yes, that was a great <laughs> effect during the film. Yeah, where you just take it, and it's like it slows down time for the, the user. And they do a thing where they give somebody a blast of slow-mo and then throw them off the top of this tower so they just fall <laughs> in slow motion to their death. I, If I can choose the way that I die, I want that. <laughs> that sounds awful. It's Well, watch the movie and maybe you'll okay. change your mind. I don't know. That sounds great to me. It, you just get like, all right, well, you've got 10 minutes of time before your death and you're you going to you just have just, time to make peace with it. Yeah. And enjoy this fucking awesome experience of falling off a building in slow motion. Yeah. But do you think your face smashes against the pavement in slow motion? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so, Kevin? Yeah. Is it time for that? To move time on to, to picking to movies? Pick no, movie? I haven't said what I've been watching recently. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Logan. Hey, Logan. What Logan. have you been watching lately? I watched all of Hemlock Grove Season 2. Really? Yeah, I watched that on Sunday. I haven't watched any of that. How is it? The first season's okay. It's not that great. I mean, I like horror and werewolves and shit, so I was like, eh, watch it. It's kind of slow. The second season's kind of awesome. All right. I might... The second season's a lot crazier. There's actually funny parts in it now. It's a bit weirder. I like it a lot. Jail just asked me about that the other day if I would be interested in watching it. So maybe I will say yes. If you get bored with the early on, just watch the recap and watch season two and see if you like it more than. <laughs> okay. Because honestly, I don't know what the recap shows in it, but it might be. If you don't like the first season, I would say just watch the recap and move on to season two and see if there's anything you enjoy in that. Uh, speaking of Netflix originals, uh, I started watching Oranges, The New Black. I was just about to ask if anybody had watched that. I, it's really good. I've watched the first season. I, I 
watched a little bit of the second season. I actually, a while back, I started watching the first episode and I shut it off like halfway through and I was like, nah, but I, I, uh, people keep talking about it and I went back and gave it another chance and I'm most of the way through the first season and I like it. I watched the first episode and I liked it, but it, it had a very weeds vibe to it. That's exactly why I shut it off halfway through. Yeah. But it gets it gets less weedy. Also, <laughs> I just found out uh, after I started watching that that Jinji Kohan is a woman. You know, I, that should have dawned on me sooner. Wait, what? The creator. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just always pictured that as a dude. <laughs> okay. Interesting. That makes sense. Whatever. <laughs> Good show. Yeah. Did you watch Weeds? Not really. I've seen episodes of Weeds, but I never got into it. Yeah. I started watching it, and I, I just after a couple of seasons, I think I just I, I don't know. I no longer found it interesting. It it becomes one of those you just kind of have to shut. Shut your brain down and just if you just go with it and accept everything that happens as just inevitable. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of seems it's like it's not a bad show by any means, but it's it. Yeah, I don't. Know. You have to... I, don't I don't remember a, a ton of specifics from it, but I I f- kind of feel like they kept kind of resetting it, like they just moved them somewhere else. And it would be a new thing going on, and then they'd... That's, yeah, that's pretty much what it is after after the second season or third season. I think that's why I quit being interested in it, is it was just, like, there wasn't... It hadn't built anything that I was interested in, because it kept kind of running away from the last whatever. It's I, like, oh, now we have to first... go to Mexico. Yeah. Exactly. I remember the first, the end of the first season I enjoyed. I thought it was really good. And then, like Matt said, it does just seem to like reset itself every, every single season. And there were some moments, um, I think in the first season that I thought were, that were actually really good. And it kind of, there were interesting dramatic things that were happening, even though, you know, it's a pretty silly show. Uh, but then those just kind of resolved themselves quickly, and then I wasn't interested in the next thing that they started to set up. That's cool. <laughs> I totally gave up on that X Files thing. Maybe I'll start again at some. Oh, point. like uh, watching X Files all the way through. Yep, but I picked up again on a different show that I was watching. Cheers. Cheers to you. What's the show? Um, it was called <laughs> uh, Boston Drunkenness Club. Norm. Yeah, it's a Korean show. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I started watching Cheers all the way through because it's on um, Netflix streaming a while back, and at some point I just dropped off and. 
I picked it back up. It's a pretty good show. Still, still uh, fills the void of silence. <laughs> as well as it ever did. Yeah. When I hear uh, Cheers, all I can think of is Adventure Time now. I don't know why. Have you seen the episode with... Are you familiar with Adventure Time at all? Yeah, I... Uh, is it a new episode? I, I haven't watched any Adventure Time since I got rid of Cable, which has been coming up on a year, I guess, now. Yeah, it was, know it was definitely for before... Christmas. It was definitely before you got rid of Cable. Oh, okay. Aired. You can say that, then. Okay. Well, you know the crown drives Ice King crazy. Yes. And Marceline, he met Marceline when she was a kid, and he was still, like, kind of cognizant. Yep. But he kept on using the... Because it was a post-apocalyptic world. He so kept he, using it to protect, protect them. Yeah. yeah. And there's a time where he's trying to... They're, like, surrounded, so he's putting on the, cre- the crown, and he starts seeing the cheer theme from Cheers to retain his sanity so he can keep a hold of who he was. <laughs> oh, shit! I remember that! <laughs> okay. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking powerful stuff it's really good yeah like that was actually a really touching moment <laughs> yeah that was like that's all i can think of now when i when i hear of cheers is i just think of that moment in that that scene in adventure time i always it's fucking powerful <laughs> i always think of the flaming mo song it was on the simpsons they did a by aerosmith no, oh, no, no, no. The... They, they did the, yeah. like, it was a cheer sound alike that was, <laughs> it starts, when the weight of the world has got you down and you want to end your life. <laughs> That's all you need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Now I want a flaming mo. I read something uh, on the internet web pages recently of someone who tried to make different things from television. And uh, a couple of them were from The Simpsons. One was the, I can't remember what it was called. His, like, out-of-this-world space waffles or something. And his moon like waffles. Like the liquid smoke in it? Yes. Moon waffles. Homer's. <laughs> Homer's moon waffles? Yeah, something. Moon waffles. And they tried to make that, and they were like, it was really good, except for the whole stick of butter that you wrap it in was disgusting. <laughs> and um, another one, they tried to make a flaming mo, but they were unable to get it to light. <laughs> another thing they did was they... Uh, you guys watch It's Always Sunny? Not really. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they tried to make milk steak with jelly beans. Jesus. What is that? <laughs> what is that? None of this needs to go on the podcast. I'm just sharing. <laughs> Alright, so you guys just want to wrap this thing up? Yep, let's go have some milk steak. So, this was uh, the Endless Love episode of this podcast. Mercifully. It ended. It ended mercifully. <laughs> I'm Logan, and good night, and Kevin, and Matt, I'm all those people, good night. I'm Matt, and also good night, night. and Dylan, wherever you are, up yours, buddy. I have a question. When is Thursday? (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey, Let's Talk About the Movie or Whatever. You can follow us on Twitter at Hlatatmau. Make sure you'll figure it out. Check us out on Facebook. You can listen to us on this podcast. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. Do not pee into the <laughs> coffee can. It's not your coffee can. Touche. <laughs>